Well, hello there, fine and fabulous friends. Welcome to Friday. I've got all of the things to share with you today, and I'm very, very excited to do all of that. Now, let me just see before I do that, if I can share this over onto my profile. And while I'm looking at doing that, we can all agree that my hair is like every, every live that we do, we have to talk about the hair, right? It's just what is necessary. But this morning, what I feel like is that, you know, in that, um, <laughs> I'm gonna share, <laughs> I wanna see if I can share this with you. Hang on a second. Like, look at the screenshot that Facebook has given me. Thanks, Facebook. That's awesome for the live notification over uh, on there. Fan bloody tastic. So I reckon what I was going to say is that I feel like my hair looks like that, um, you know, the, the, the villainous person in the Incredibles movie, the that kid with the, that's how I feel like my hair is today. So that's really fun and quite annoying. So after all of that, a um, couple of things that I wanted to talk to you about today is the importance of stories. Now, one of the things that you'll know about me is that there are no short stories, there are only long stories, and it's constant. Who's laughing at me? Hello, Jeanette. I think I'm very funny. Um, thank you for laughing, because I think I'm wildly hilarious, even if nobody else does. So, you may or may not know that, yes, it worked. Uh, we are live. Hang on a second. We are live. Join us now for all the laughs and shenanigans, can't spell, shenanigans. All right, so that's done. So uh, you may or may not know, and I think it's shared the, the screwed up face. So fan bloody-tastic, can't wait for that. Awesome Facebook, thanks. Thanks so much, thank you so much. So it was my wedding anniversary. This is the long and the, the the long version of getting stuck into today. Bear with me, everybody. I will start to make sense very, very soon. So it was our wedding anniversary on the 7th of January, and we have been married for 15 years. It's ridiculous. It's just um, it's just such an immense amount of time. My hair's really terrible. But what I came across, I was looking for a, a, a photo that I could take a photo of and, and share on Facebook, which I put away finally yesterday. But I also came across this little photo here. Oh, Jeanette, thank you, laughing at the Facebook still. I know, it's ridiculous. It's, I don't know how, I don't know why they could, they picked that, that, um, that frame, but anywho. So this photo here, look at this cute little photo of this girl. I don't know if you can kind of make it out. Uh, so it was 1986. My dad's written on the on the back of the photo. Bless him. He's got December clouds, 1986 in sale. So I was, was 86, 78. So I was eight years old, right? So it must have been just before we moved to Adelaide. And what this photo captures is actually one of the stories that I used to tell, um, particularly when I was doing a lot of style and branding coaching. So, which obviously we do about the branding coaching now, but I would talk about the importance of feeling really freaking amazing in what you're wearing. 
right? So today's topic of, of the live is all about finding stories to tell that it's easier than what you think. But one of the things that, um, that, that I think about with this particular photo and what it reminded me of was this dress up dress that I had. And like you can kind of see, it's got a little, um, there's a little belt there. I've got fabulous sneakers with my dress and I've got a gorgeous little headband on and, and I'm particularly cute, right? Nothing much has changed. So in this dress though, it, I felt a million dollars. Right, I, it had little crochet things on the sleeves and it felt amazing. And, and I remember when I was teaching style and like for, for you guys working out what it is that you're gonna wear or you know, feeling like wearing something that you feel really fucking awesome in. One of the things that I get you to think about is when was the last time or can you remember a time where you felt really amazing in what you were wearing? And then what was it? And what did it feel like? So this fabric was like really kind of thin. It had flowers on it, or that wasn't my nail dress. This was my flower dress. And it had the crochet sleeves and it had the belt. And, and I actually remember going to a store with my mum and obviously around the age of, you know, seven or eight years old. And what I, I remember seeing these shoes like these white flats, except they had like a tiny little heel on it. And they had the cutouts on the, uh, like on the toe area, like these little cutout, like, like a flower pattern or something like that on the toe cutout. These shoes were like five sizes too big or whatever. And I remember putting them, slipping them on, that was the bonds, slipping them on in, my, in, in this store that we were in, it was concrete floor. And I, they were like clip clop, clip clop, clip clop as you're walking along the, um, as you're walking along the uh, concrete floor, right? So I convinced my mum to buy them for me. I was very persuasive at the age of seven and eight, and got them home. And I remember wearing them with this particular dress. Now we had wooden floorboards in our house. Right? So I'd have this fabulous dress on with the belt and then I'd put these little, these flats on that clip clopped and, and I, I remember feeling pretty and grown up and just really, really awesome, right? Feeling really, really awesome. So I would tell this story when I, when I was teaching style and branding and, and I still tell this story to this day, as you know, uh, as you've just heard at different times, but the, the important part about this particular story is that most of my, most of the people that I talk to <clears throat> and work with are women. And we've all had moments of either playing dress up or feeling fabulous or, you know, wanting to feel really great in our skin. So it gives you the, a, a time for you to imagine yourself in the story that I'm telling you. Right now, it might not be the same, and maybe you don't. Maybe you didn't play dress ups as a kid, or maybe you can imagine what it was like to play dress ups, or maybe you can imagine what it's like to wear your heels click clacking up the wooden floor in in the up and down the hallway, feeling really amazing. Right, so you can either relate to it, or you can imagine yourself in it, and this is the power of stories while we're marketing. Right, so. The thing that, that most people that, that I talk to, they're like, all right, you know, Nicola, I, I know that I, I need to tell stories. I know that the way, uh, you know, I, I know that I have to do it, right? You know that you have to tell stories. I'm not talking about the stories in the little, 
uh, like the, the stories on Instagram or on your Facebook page or whatever. I'm not talking about the actual, like the that part of the story. I'm talking about you telling your story. Now, the reason that we want to tell stories, so the why about sharing stories and telling stories is that we are all craving connection, right? We all want to feel heard. We all want to feel understood. We all want to feel like we're not, well, I know for me, it's like, I didn't want to feel like uh, this, this weird freak of nature <laughs> that I'm just like this only person in the universe who has ever felt like this. So there's a book and I'll, I'll give you a, a, a current um, example. So there's this book by Tim Grover called Relentless. Hey, Kellyanne, how are you? And I remember being introduced to this book uh, going back in maybe 20, I uh, think 2016, maybe 20, 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. And I was reading and learning about the, like the three kinds of, I guess, like behavior within a team, right? This is the Tim Grover was one of the coaches, uh, like personal coaches for Michael Jordan, uh, Kobe Bryant, and, and, a, and, and some really like real elite athletes. And he was talking about, you know, mindset and how there's some people that are just relentless and they'll just do anything. And, you know, they'll, they'll be up at five, even if they only need to be up at six, they're up at five and they're training and they're doing all of the things. Now, the me of 2016 and 2015, and, and actually when I started this business from, from 2010, like the whole way, the whole way through those years, that I felt like there was... Uh, there was no one that I had come across that was a mother of three children building her own business in the middle of nowhere uh, and, and willing to kind of like really dig in, do the work, show up and, and be have this relentless drive like I, I did back then. And I was willing to do almost anything, yeah, not anything, but almost anything to, to kind of make this this thing work, this business work. Hi, Amanda, happy Friday. Now, and I'm not talking about, you know, giving my children away or whatever, but if it meant that I had to get up at 3 a.m. To, to be on a group mastermind call, then I'd get up at 3 a.m. If I had to travel across the country to deliver something, then I would do that. If I needed to go to the US, you know, I would. I found a way to make all of this stuff work. And, and there was only, you know, there, there weren't many women that I really felt like I, I could identify with. And I, I honestly really felt like a bit of a freak of nature. And because, you know, it's not the, the anyway, that was, that was that. So reading this book, what it gave me the insight to with, with the storytelling that happened through this book is that, wow, you know, there are other people out there like me. It's not just me, as well as obviously build, being part of new communities where I found other people um, that was similar to me and, and things like that. But this is why stories are important, right? Because it helps us realize that what we're going through, what we're working on, what we're feeling, what we're experiencing, we are, you, you, you might be a freak of nature, right? But there are other freaks of nature out there. So you're actually not really that freaky. You just got to find the, the people who are like you, right? This is the power of community. This is the power of tribe. This is the power of you finding the people, your people, right? Because it makes you realize and, and your audience from a marketing perspective, you think about it, if you're out there letting them know that, hey, you know, you're not the only one that's feeling like this. You're not the only one that's experiencing this. It's okay. You know, I've got you. 
then they feel like it, like this sense of relief, like, oh my God, like this is almost normal. I thought that this was just me. So it's really important. That's the why we want to share stories. It's really about connection, helping people feel like they're, they're safe, right? Everybody wants to feel safe. Everyone wants to feel heard. Everybody wants to realize and know that it's not just them who are, who, who, want more or who are experiencing these different kinds of challenges. The next part around your storytelling is, hi Carmen, is, is around looking at what to share, right? So stories are important. We know why they're important. I shared the story about, you know, the, 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 the me and, and, you know, standing there feeling all fabulous and dressed up. The next thing is about what to share. So Every story that you want to share is, is an appropriate story to share, right? So it might be about your favorite coffee shop. It might be about the Apple Pencil that you use on your iPad. It might be about the photo that you found. It might be about, it could be about anything. It doesn't matter. Every story that you have to share is a story worth sharing. So let me explain, however, what you want to have a look at with, with your stories that you're telling. So you've got to come up with, I guess, like a bit of a checklist. It's like, all right, well, is it something that's valuable, right? Is this story that I'm sharing, is it valuable? If it's about you uh, getting through some type of um, adversity, if it's about you overcoming the odds, if it's about you, you know, country town girl making it big, if it's about, uh, you know, a David and Goliath story or everything like that, then... You know, it could be that, or it could be just about how you do life, right? How you do love, how you do relationships, how you do house styling, how you do holidays, whatever it is. There is something that is valuable in that story that is going to help your audience, right? So the, the, what you want to have a look at is, does it talk into who you are, into who you are as a person, but does it also talk into who your audience is? and what they're going through and, and what, uh, you know, something that might help them. Do you know, we all definitely have differences and definitely we all have things that are the same. Absolutely. And, and it's the stories that really help people to see that, right? That's the whole point of sharing and them and telling them. So if we think about some of the, the I guess, the, the history around storytelling, we know that stories help people feel understood, right? And if we think about how think like things have been passed down through generations so recipes we look at um you know your knowledge and and all of that kind of thing really one of the big things that we know from from more ancient times is that our our wisdom is shared down through the generations through through our families through our friends through our communities our wisdom is shared through our stories. So if you think about what you're doing and you think, oh, you know, we don't really need to tell stories. Well, actually you do because it's your wisdom that's shared in through it. Now, I, I was talking with a, a, a client last week, a psychologist, um, a private practice owner last week, and we were chatting about a bit about this. And she said, oh, you know, I love talking in, in metaphors. I love bringing it back. So if you think about, you're right, Jeanette, we all do love stories. If, if they're stories that are relevant, 
right? So when you're thinking about the stories that you are going to be telling, the things that you're going to be thinking about are who is the audience? So who's going to be listening to this story? And it's not about the, I mean, you can do this if you want and it'd be kind of fun, but you could do once upon a time in, in the land of 2021, there was a young, fabulous entrepreneur with ridiculous hair and, you know, whatever else, like crazy nails. And you could definitely start out your story like that. But most of the time, what you want to be thinking about how is, is how you're going to frame it. So to give you a really simple way of doing this, what you want to do is go, all right, well, what is the key point that you want to share today? What is a story or a metaphor that you can share and talk to your audience about? It could be about the, you know, the, the long line at the coffee shop and, you know, how some people will just do anything or how maybe you've, you paid for the person behind you's coffee and you quickly escaped before they could even say thank you or I don't know, whatever it happens to be. So what's the metaphor that you're going to talk about? And then what is the key takeaway that you want your audience to feel and what you want your audience to know or implement or learn? So for me, with the stories that I've been talking to you about today, about you know the dress up story and, and about the book and about connection and, and things like that, the main message that I that I've got in the back of my head that I want to, you know, hammer home is that you need to tell stories. You are your brand. You are your business. Your audience needs to hear from you and they need to be able to relate to you and they need to be able to connect with you because that is the thing that makes your point of difference. Right now, in a normal scenario, I might not go, all right, the main message that I need you to hear is bang, 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 bang. But today, you know, I'm doing it. This is a bit of like a, you know, this is how I would do it, you guys. And this is the message. This is the key. This is the thing that you need to be doing. So for you, what is that? What is that? That key core takeaway that you want to share with them? The other really big thing that I want to share with you and let you know is that there is no story that is too big or too small, too too crazy, too silly, too uh, anything, too serious, too whatever that, that you can't share if you're willing to share it. Okay, so I would love to hear your stories. Make sure you you tag them, post them up, get them, you know, share me, share them with me. Let me know what your stories are when you're sharing them out online. I, I challenge you to do that. And if you do that, you tag me in it. I will come over and I will comment on it and I will engage with it. You've just got to tag me so that I can um, so that I can see that you do it, right? So my challenge to you today is to go out there online. Oh, what a wanker. Go out there online. Go out on Facebook <laughs> or Instagram, wherever, LinkedIn, wherever you happen to be following me or finding me and go and do tell your story tag me in it and I'll come over and, and um, play along because I think that will be a, a bit of fun. Don't you think? I think that's fun. Challenges out there. Now, I do need to let you know before we wrap up today that we've got the Queen of Contentology Challenge starts on Monday. Now, you go, you can go in the running to win $1,000. You go in the, the running to win the crown, like an actual, this gets sent to you. Um, it was an actual physical crown and you can be crowned the queen of contentology. I need to work on the hair. Uh, and that's all about storytelling, right? So you get to practice 
all of this storytelling that we've been talking about today with a whole series of prompts that have been carefully curated to be shared with you every single day. I give you an example. I will tell you a story. That was going to fall off. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story every single day so that you can, you know, you've got a bit of a vibe. And all you need to do is make sure that you're posting every day. You'll, you'll share it in the group where there's a huge bunch of cheerleaders in there as well. And you go in the rank to win a grand and be crowned the queen of contentology. But no matter whether you win or whether you don't win, you will walk away a winner because your audience will feel like they are getting to know you more. And, and that is something that is, that is grossly overlooked in the world of marketing because everybody is just like, try and push the USP, try and push the UVP, try and push the, the features and the benefits of the programs. And yeah, that's all really important. But before you even get to that point, the thing that is going to cut through the noise is you, my friend, you. So if you have any questions about contentology, make sure you let me know. I have, however, just popped the link into the comments so you can go ahead, go get yourself registered and I can't wait to welcome you into the group and into the challenge uh, and you can start practicing over the weekend in, in prep for Monday. So what do you need to do? You need to tell stories. You can go, I challenge you to go tell a story today and feel free to tag me in it and I'll come over and cheer you on and, and interact. Uh, and then the next thing that you need to do is just remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. You guys rock. Happy Friday. Have an amazing weekend. And I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Bye.